from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. Happy to be here with you on today, Tuesday, August 22nd, finally here, Tuesday, August 22nd. We prepared this day weeks ago, and I'm ecstatic to finally be sitting here with you today on Tuesday, August 22nd. Why? Because it is our special show that's coming up at Sammy Malone's tonight, and that special show is dedicated to the Baldwinsville Bees football team from C.W. Baker High School right in Baldwinsville, New York. And I could not be more excited or happier about this event and what is to come. I want to thank Sammy Malone's. I want to thank uh, I want to thank Tom Taylor for all that he has done with this and, and in putting this together and, and helping this to uh, be an event that we could do for the community, for the team, for the alum, for the current players, for Coach Sanfilippo, and so much more. So we are ecstatic about what is tonight. We're ecstatic about the opportunity to bring it to you. And today's show is going to be a primer for that. So today's show is dedicated to getting you set for the Baldwinsville Bees. And then we will be there tonight, 6 to 8 p.m., with a special additional wake-up call with Dan Satora show in the community, live in the community. So you don't want to miss this out, and you don't, or you don't want to miss out on this opportunity today to be around the team and be around a program that is working very hard and very diligently to become a place where these kids can come in and obviously not only find success on the team, but find success in their future. And that is a, that is a huge piece of what the Baldwinsville Bees are working to do with a head coach like Carl Sanfilippo, who has relationships with somebody like Paul Pascaloni, who recruited Central New York when he was at Syracuse. He recruits Central New York now that he's at Boston College when he was at UConn. That was another look and whatnot. So, you know, to look at the history of the Baldwinsville Bees and now 33 years going into his 33rd year for Carl Sanfilippo, you know, it's you see this team that's etched in the history and a coach that's etched in the history of Central New York and somebody who takes Central New York and brings Central New York into the fray when it comes to recruitment because, you know, recruitment does get forgotten and in Central New York. You know, people feel that it's overlooked and that there isn't time that is spent to really gauge what's in central new york and you know the the kids you'll hear from today telling me listen i had to go the extra mile i had to push even farther i had to do even more than you know the normal kid has to do because it's hard to get noticed here and somebody like carl sanfilippo helps guys get noticed like a tyler rouse like a gabe haran and you know these are and these are this is recent history here you know you look at Graduating in 2013 for Tyler Rouse, Gabe Haran, this is his final season with the Baldwinsville Bees, and both of them heading not only to Division 1A, or FBS, however you'd like to call it, 
but they're heading to or have been a part of the ACC. Tyler Rouse, and when I spoke with Steve Adazio, who is a former assistant coach at Syracuse under Paul Pascaloni, and now they've essentially flipped roles as of last season where Steve Adazio hired his former head coach to be his assistant. When you look at the history and you look at Tyler Rouse's connection to Baldwinsville, Tyler Rouse was somebody that I spoke with Steve Adazio about in the past and in, in recent history. And I asked him about Tyler Rouse, and he said, Dan, nobody works harder. Nobody works harder than that kid. That's what he told me. Nobody works harder than that kid. Nobody. And, you know, that is that is a profound compliment. He said, nobody in my practices work harder than Tyler Rouse. And that is something that Coach can be proud of. That's something that Tyler can be proud of. It's something Baldwinsville can be proud of. It's something that C.W. Baker can be proud of. It's something that you as a Central New Yorker should be proud of because it's those moments and those statements that can help. Tyler Rouse can help open that door. He can help pave that way. He can help give that opportunity to another kid. And you got to appreciate that. You have to appreciate those moments and those times where Central New York is on the map, where people can see them. They are visible. And that's the beauty of getting these coaches on the air and speaking with these coaches and spending some time with them is getting to see what they're about, what they stand for, and how hard they work, how hard some of the coaches in this community diligently work to get their kids out there and get them in the limelight knowing that they should have an opportunity. So I commend the coaching staff with the Baldwinsville Bees for doing what they're doing. And, you know, I commend guys like Tyler Rouse and Gabe Haran who work as hard as they work and don't take anything for granted. And I also commend Gabe Haran's teammates, which will be on the show today, and Troy Anthony, Cam Acharzik, and Ben Dwyer, as well as the entire team for the work they put forward. And I'm very much looking forward to this season. But we cannot go into this season with simply stating that the games will be played. This season, they're getting the gold card treatment. They're getting the red carpet treatment, which is fitting for their jerseys, because we are doing a live broadcast today, Tuesday, August 22nd, live on location at Sammy Malone's on 2 Oswego Street in the village of Baldwinsville. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity. You're going to have an opportunity to hear from the guys today on the show to get you set, get you excited, get you ready, get the blood pumping, get the mindset on Baldwinsville. And after you get excited listening in this morning at what's to come with the upcoming season and, and you listen in and it's your, your, your boyfriend is on the show today or it's your brother or it's your cousin or it's your child or your grandchild or your teammate or your classmate, whatever it may be and whatever your connection may be, or you're just somebody in the community that just really loves listening in and, and getting to hear what these kids are thinking and how hard they're working. You know, or you're somebody listening into the show that just wants to hear positivity, wants to hear, you know, good kids going to work and staying out of trouble. You're going to get all of that on today's show. You're going to get all of that from the Baldwinsville Bees. And this primer for tonight's special broadcast live on location at Sammy Malone's is here for you to get to know the guys a little bit better before you meet them later today. 
So it is with great pride and great pleasure that I give you the lineup for today. In the morning menu, proudly presented by the Market Diner on 2100 Park Street in Syracuse, New York, in the regional market across from Destiny USA. It is the home of the Dancator Special. It is bacon, egg, and cheese inside of a Belgian waffle. Bacon, egg, and cheese omelet inside of a Belgian waffle. My spin on the breakfast sandwich proudly brought to you exclusively by the Market Diner. Make sure you head over to the Market Diner and grab yours today. They are open Monday through Saturday for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and Sunday up until 2.30 p.m., so make sure you pop in there and try the Dancatora special. You will not be disappointed. It is plenty of sandwich for you. Take it home and eat it later. Share it with somebody, or see if you can take it on yourself. The Dancatora special, colossal breakfast sandwich, Belgian waffle filled with a bacon, egg, and cheese omelet, and it is one amazing, amazing twist on the breakfast sandwich that you've loved for so long. You can get it with sausage or pepperoni or whatever, so feel free to do that as well. But make sure that you head out and grab the Dancatora Special at the Market Diner. With that being said, the morning menu proudly presented by the Market Diner on 2100 Park Street in Syracuse, New York. In the regional market across from Destiny USA for today's broadcast is all Baldwinsville Bees. We're in the hive this morning in a big way. We're going one-on-one with Troy Anthony, former fullback, turned running back for the team this season. Troy Anthony will be joining me at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. You'll hear from him. Then we'll go one-on-one 15 minutes later. It's like weather on the 10s, right? This is uh, interviews on the 15s. So at 9.45 a.m. Eastern Time, you will hear my one-on-one conversation with Cam Macharzik, who will be joining the show then at at, uh, 9.45 a.m. Eastern Time. Then at the top of the second hour, I will go one-on-one with the quarterback of the team, Ben Dwyer. At 10.15 a.m., we'll go one-on-one with Gabe Horan, who is a tight end on the team and a Syracuse verbal commit for the incoming class of 2018. He is the first one to commit in the class, which makes him the torchbearer of the class. The person who is the first one to say yes that began the domino effect for the Syracuse Orange. So they got to be very happy and very pleased with Gabe Horan for obviously taking the plunge and saying that he would like to do it first, which ultimately we stand where we stand today and see how many players have actually committed to Syracuse, and I believe that they're up to 14 currently, and uh, and definitely, you know, huge success with the Syracuse Orange heading into the 2017 season in recruitment, and in 2018, pulling in (coughs) kids from all over the country, including from the backyard of Syracuse's team, and that is in Baldwinsville, by going out and grabbing... Uh, an opportunity to to have one of the local kids in Gabe Haran. So Gabe Haran joining Syracuse in 2018, but not before he finishes out his time at Baldwinsville for C.W. Baker in his final season, which he will be taking on very, very soon. So it is with great pride and great pleasure that I bring each of these five interviews to you today to get you set and excited for what's to come tonight. Because tonight, we're going to have all five of these faces and all five of these voices 
right in front of you, front and center, at Sammy Malone's. And I am I am so ecstatic and so gracious and so grateful to Sammy Malone's and to Tom Taylor for having us out there and giving us an opportunity to speak with these players and to have them come out and meet you and be around you and and just really get the community excited about the upcoming season. This is what it's for. It's for you. It's for the community. You know, this this entire show is my way of giving back to the community and saying thank you for your support of Wake Up Call with Dan Chitora because it truly never goes unnoticed and it I am so so grateful for all of you that listen in Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, as well as everybody that goes back and listens on the app on wakeupcalldt.podbean.com backslash mobile. To everybody that goes on to wakeupcalldt.com and downloads the videos and and goes to the show archive and reads the articles and the pictures and gets more information on the wonderful businesses I work with in central and upstate New York to, I mean, everything that you do to, to going on to YouTube directly, youtube.com backslash wake up call DT to being on Twitter at call DT Instagram at Dan Satora media, Facebook at wake up call DT. Everything that you do is so, so appreciated. And I'm, I'm thanking you for all of it because it really has gone a long way. You know, Twitter has blown up. Facebook has blown up. Instagram that we we get, you know, we got started with recently here has really started to push and blow up itself to, you know, everything that that we have done with the YouTube channel, over 150,000 views, almost 100,000 downloads of the free app on Podbean to 11,000 people just about here on the live feed that's very young, so I want to thank you all. Because the numbers are there to prove it, but the quality of people is more important to me. And I have had the pleasure and the honor of meeting so many of you, whether you play in the Wake Up Call Fantasy Football Challenge, or you played flag football in wait with Wake Up Call with Dan Satora, where I played with the community, or you have come out to a live show, or you've come to live trivia at sales every Wednesday at 7, or you come to game show night every Thursday at 7 at Manja, both in Baldwinsville, you know, I get to meet so many of you and I get to, you know, experience that opportunity of getting to know you and getting to know what you're about and what you care about and what matters. And, and it means, it really does mean the world to me because you have been so gracious of your time and the people that I've met have been absolutely wonderful, you know, and, and you've restored faith with me in this world, not that I ever lost faith faith in this world, but you know, after a while, you, you start to look at this world and say, "Are there any nice people left? Is there anybody out there that's spreading positivity?" And then I go out into the community, and you know, you ask me how my grandmother was doing when she was in the hospital. You you know, give me a hug when you see me when I'm out of town and somebody's filling in, and you know, you're good to them. Then when I come back, you give me a hug and, and clap and, and cheer that I'm back and you're excited to see me back. You know, it, it makes you feel good when your community is so gracious, like I said, of their time and that appreciate the work that you're doing. I've been known to be a positive voice and I appreciate that notion. I don't know how to be anything else. So 
you know, it, do I get negative sometimes? Absolutely. Do I have my moments in my life where my wife looks at me and is just like, you know, get positive. We got to get better than this. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. Because everybody has their moments. But my constant reminder to be positive is that what the heck else would God want me to be? What would God want me to be? You know what I mean? And, and that's how I look at my life is what else could I possibly, possibly be than me? And it's a constant reminder every day to be a good person. It's a constant reminder every day to not let the world get to you. Because if the world got to me and I became a not so great person, I've just added to what I didn't like. And why would I do that? So, you know, I want to thank the community because the community has constantly reminded me to be positive, to be excited, to be helpful, to be vigilant, to be honest, to be true. You have shown me that everything that I care about and everything that has been me my whole life is more than good enough. And I want to thank the community for that because you have done so much not knowing that you've done any of it. You know, people come out to the show and I thank them and they thank me and I thank them and then they thank me again. <laughs> and, and it goes back and forth. But honestly, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being open to new ideas. Thank you for being open to progress. Thank you for being open to positive change. And for shows like we're doing tonight at Sammy Malone's that, <clears throat> that I want to put Baldwinsville on the main stage. I want them to feel like they're the Syracuse Orange. I want them to feel like <clears throat> they're, Nor you know, they're North Carolina or they're Clemson or they're Alabama because schools all over the country get all this publicity. They get put out there in the limelight. But to me, why not Baldwinsville? Why not the Bees? Why not give them an opportunity to showcase themselves and talk with the community? Why not give Coach an opportunity to speak on his players that he respects and he loves and he appreciates? To me, it's so much more <clears throat> than just saying, well, this team lost and this team won. To me, this community should know the people that are within it. And if you, and if you show love for the kids by coming out to an event like we're doing here on Tuesday, August 22nd from 6 to 8 p.m. at Sammy Malone's in Baldwinsville <clears throat> with the Baldwinsville Bees. If you come out and you show respect and you show love and you show appreciation to these kids, then when they're faced with making a good decision or a bad decision in life, remembering that people are there for them and supporting them and hearing the words of positivity may prevent them from doing that. And you coming out and seeing them may restore in you belief in the next generation. So it's more than football. That's why Wake Up Call has always been where sports meets life. Because there's so much more than sports to the sports world. It's connection. It's unity. It's finding a common ground. It's knowing that these kids represent Central New York and Upstate New York. That Carl Sanfilippo represents Central New York and upstate New York. That they are being watched by people around the country when it comes to recruitment. So they are a representation of our community. They are a representation of our everyday walk of life. So to support them is to support our community. To support our community is to support the notion that our community should be on the map. And to do that, 
can breed success for us all. So I thank you when you go out to a game. I thank you when you come out to a show like tonight at Sammy Malone's from 6 to 8 p.m. Because it is with you that we are building. It is with you that we have a sturdy foundation. It is with you that we grow. These kids love it. They appreciate it. Coach loves it. Coach appreciates it. I love it. I appreciate it. And you should too. Because no matter where they end up, where they go, what they become, what their profession is ultimately, if they stay on the field or they go off and do something else, it is the sport it is the support of the community that is the real message and the real positive and the real way of building up who we are, what we do, and what we're about. So I want to thank everybody that has gone out and supported. And I want to thank you in advance for tonight because I'm hoping that we pack the house. And with you, we can do it. Tuesday, August 22nd, today, 6 to 8 p.m., Sammy Malone's come out and see the Baldwinsville Bees, head coach Carl Sanfilippo, and four of his players in an event totally different than anything you've probably ever seen in Central and Upstate New York. You've watched them at the games. You've seen them in class. You've watched them on TV. You've heard their interviews. But I'm giving you an opportunity to be around them. I'm giving you an opportunity to show the Baldwinsville Bees and show these gentlemen, these young men, how much support they actually have. So the more of you that show up, the more of you that sit down, the more of you that grab a beer, the more of you that grab something to eat and watch the show tonight, the more support they know they have, the more people, eyes and ears they know are watching and listening respectively. And that is a beautiful thing. So with that being said, once again, coming up today on the show, I will be joined first and foremost by Troy Anthony, fullback, turned running back for this season, went from blocking to now being the one running behind the blocker, trying to get out into the open field. Troy Anthony, fullback, turned running back, will start things off in just a few minutes. And after that, we will head to my one-on-one conversation with Cam Macharzik at 9.45 a.m. Eastern Time. And then after that, at 10 a.m. at the top of the hour, I'll be joined by quarterback Ben DeWire. At 10.15, I'll be joined by Syracuse 2018 verbal commit and torchbearer for the 2018 incoming recruiting class. Gabe Haran will be joining the show, tight end for the Baldwinsville Bees. And then finally, Carl Sanfilippo at 10.30 before we get into the ingredients to success at 10.50 a.m. Eastern Time, proudly brought to you by Utica Pizza Company and the Utica Pizza Company that can come to your doorstep. It's a Utica thing. That is all coming up on today's broadcast, jam-packed for you inside of the morning menu, proudly presented by the Market Diner on 2100 Park Street in Syracuse, New York, in the regional market across from Destiny USA. We'll take a step aside here and come back and get you set, starting off this primer, this preview of all five voices you will hear tonight at Sammy Malone's, 6 to 8 p.m. All five of these voices you hear this morning will be joining me 
in person, in the flesh, at Sammy Malone's, 6 to 8 p.m. tonight. We get it started right after this fast break. Proudly brought to you by the Central New York community and all of these wonderful businesses that have worked so diligently and so hard to make things right in our community and to do right in our community. To them, it's not just about selling a product. To them, it's about giving to the community. It's about doing things right the first time, every time, and making sure that quality is always paramount with what they do. So I want to thank each and one, each and every one of them in advance, and I proudly allow you now to hear from them and everything that they do for the community. We'll take a fast break, and we'll come back with Troy Anthony. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. Carvel DeWitt, it's what happy tastes like. Do you know why? Because we make ice cream. Creamy, rich, flavorful ice cream. Not yogurt or ice milk like some of our competitors. Ice cream. Fresh, by hand, daily. For the calorie conscious, we have something new for you. Our new Carvelite. Same great flavor, creaminess, and texture of our regular ice cream with only 35 calories an ounce. So whether you want an ice cream cake, flying saucer, dasher, carvalanche, hard or soft ice cream, we will satisfy your craving with our fresh, handmade, regular, or new Carvelite ice cream. Carvel DeWitt. It's what happy tastes like. Clothing that will change with you without you having to change. DrysigLady.com, D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G, Lady.com. With the bamboo line, relaxed fit clothing, as well as the athletic fit clothing, DrysigLady.com is fit for any woman, any time of the day, anywhere. Whatever you're doing, whatever your day commands of you, Command yourself to feel comfortable in Dreisig Lady Apparel. D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G Lady.com. For all the women out there, feel good in what you're wearing. And don't feel like you have to constantly change throughout the day. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom, a business owner, going for a jog, going for a meeting, or just relaxing at home, DrysigLady.com is the right fit for you. D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G, lady.com. Manja, wake up call listeners. No, seriously, eat up at Manja Italian Grill. Open six days a week, Tuesday through Sunday at 2 Oswego Street in Baldensville, right on the Seneca River. Every Thursday is game show night from 7 to 9 p.m., hosted by Dan Tortora, with live music every weekend. Join us every Sunday for brunch at 10 a.m. And don't forget to try our famous Lobster Bloody Mary. Call us at 315-638-8500 for reservations, parties, and catering. Or visit us at manjabeville.com. This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty. Call our home office at 315-752-9513, or better yet, call or text me directly at 315-748-2524. Let me ask you a question, Lawrence. If I needed you to help me buy a house, find the right place, could you help me do that? Joe, I'll help you find your dream home. You don't ever say my name on the radio, never. If I needed to sell a house, could you help me go about that the right way? Yes, yes I can. How do they get a hold of you? Call me directly at 315-748-2524. But you also do the commercial property. So if I got a business, couple businesses, got to take one here, move it over there, do this, do that. Are you going to help me buy and sell my commercial property also? Yes, sir. I like that. I like that. What's my name again? 
I have no idea. Absolutely, but they need to know your name, so give it one more time. This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty. My phone number is 315-748-2524. Why don't you tell them your name one more time and that number so we can jot it down. This is Lawrence Papaleo. Call me or text me directly at 315-748-2524. The Market Diner prides itself on bringing the local community fresh ingredients that are better than going elsewhere. Open for breakfast, served all day, lunch and dinner with daily specials. The Market Diner is located at the Regional Market on Park Street, right across from Destiny, USA. For takeout, call 315-474-5247. The Market Diner. Local. Fresh. Better. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Happy to have you here on the show as always, and I thank you for your time, and I thank you for your appreciation of the show. It really does mean a lot, and it goes a long way in this community. And speaking of this community of central and upstate New York, it is with great pleasure and great pride that we have a live broadcast live on location at Sammy Malone's tonight with the Baldwinsville Bees. Sammy Malone's tonight, Tuesday, August 22nd, from 6 to 8 p.m. with the Baldwinsville Bees. Every single voice that you hear on today's show, which is a huge preview, it's kind of like the pregame to the game, so to speak. So we're pregaming here this morning on Wake Up Call for that live show at Sammy Malone's 6 to 8 p.m., Every voice you hear will be the face and the voice you see and hear later on today at Sammy Malone's. Troy Anthony, fullback turn running back, will start things off, followed by Cam Macharzik, offensive lineman on the team, to Ben Dwyer, quarterback of the team, to Gabe Haran, tight end and Syracuse verbal commit, and of course, Coach Sanfilippo, Carl Sanfilippo, at 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. To round things out before we do ingredients to success, Proudly presented by Utica Pizza Company and It's a Utica Thing. So, leading into Sammy Malone's event tonight where I will be live on location with all of these gentlemen and I'm very excited to do so. Here is my one-on-one with Baldwinsville B's fullback turn running back Troy Anthony speaking on the team and speaking on being a part of the team that is heavy on the run. And this is what Troy Anthony had to say about, you know, being on this team that is so heavy on the run, so running game-minded, and at the same time being a fullback who's now switching to running back. This is what he had to say. Uh, you know, it's coming into it, you you know, like, this is my first year playing, like, actually running back. I was a fullback the year before, uh, or my whole career before, and, you know, it's just seeing uh, us run the ball all the time, you know, it's like something everybody wants to do, everybody wants to go. Um, you know, it's, people expect it out of us, but, you know, it's definitely not like a lot of people think it's a handicap, like, oh, they only run the ball, they, they don't have any other offense, but, you know, we've shown time and time again, like, we're effective with that kind of offense. Um, you know, we, we can open it up if need be, but, you know, why, why fix something that's not broke? Um, you know, sometimes late in the season you got to add some things, but, you know, starting out in the regular season, I think that, you know, we got a really good playbook going, we got a lot of good guys in the backfield, not just me. We got a couple other guys who run the ball really well, and I think it's, um, you know, there's there's nothing nothing bad about it. Um, I think it's it's a winning system, really. Who are some of those guys in the backfield that you're really happy are wearing Baldwinsville red? 
Uh, well, my, my good friend EJ Edmonds, he's been on the team. Uh, he's he splitting reps a lot last year with uh, Jack Buis. Uh, he's a great guy, great runner, great athlete. Um, then we got Akari Warner too. He was um, he was running ball a little bit more last year too. You know, two great backs. You know, I'm not um, uncomfortable with the ball in either of their hands. You know, I trust pretty much everybody on the team. And um, you know, if I'm not getting the ball, I definitely want one of them to get the ball. So it's got, we got trust all around. Playing fullback for your career and getting switched to running back. Fullback, look at the ball here and there, but you're used in blocking to be the guy that's going to get that ball and have an opportunity to, to go forward with it and make some plays yourself instead of being the one blocking. What can you say about this new opportunity that you have? Uh, it's definitely different. It's an adjustment. You know, um, all through the summer I've been, it's, it's minor adjustments. You know, it's not too much of a change, but it's definitely different. Instead of running into the guy, you got to get away from him. Um, you know, we got great fullbacks coming up to uh, Hernandez and uh, Mike Atizia. They're both great guys. Um, you know, it's it's just uh, it's, it's honestly a great opportunity. Like I said, I'm excited. You always want to be the guys running the ball. Um, it, it's definitely different. Uh, a lot, lot more spotlight on you, but um, sometimes the fullbacks kind of fall under the radar. You know, they don't get the credit what credits do. They're, they're a huge part of the offense. You know, we couldn't do it without them. Coach San Filippo, he's been around for three decades plus and been connected with Baldwinsville for a very long time. What can you say about playing for a guy like Coach and just what he's done for you? Coach is absolutely a great guy. You know, I can't. I can't say enough good things about him, uh, not just in football season. Um, he coached a special needs basketball team that I helped out with. He's just all around a great guy. He's always there to help. Um, you know, people call him old school. He is old school, but, you know, like I said before, it, it works. So I, I wouldn't change anything about it. Um, I'm happy to play for him. I wouldn't want to play for anybody else. This special needs basketball game that Coach did that you helped out with, just speak on the importance of that. I mean, obviously, you're looked at on the football field and what you do on the football field field but what you did off the field was something special just to go a little bit deeper into that uh yeah like it's um in the springtime um for kids with uh, disabilities they put together um especially in these basketball league uh, basically it just gave kids opportunities who wouldn't have the opportunity to play sports otherwise um it was really good for them um i made really good friends with a lot of the kids in specific james train gannon uh he's a great kid i sat with him all during lunch um you know seeing seeing those guys go out there and play basketball just have fun be part of a team really it was it was amazing i joined late just because i saw how great of an opportunity it was um, i was glad i was able to do it i'll definitely be back for it next year um that program was, was absolutely amazing so is it a humbling experience and kind of a experience that brings you back to earth because you know we do as human beings tend to worry about what's going on in our lives and making little problems big ones when you're around an event like that does it kind of show you what's important in life it definitely definitely grounds you a little bit brings you kind of back um, you know, it's just some of the kids we played, you know, making a basketball is one of the greatest things they've ever done, and it's seeing the smiles on their faces, um, you know, it's it's just amazing experience, like, um, like I said, just getting them out there, having a great time, um, and it's not like it's... Like, like I said, I helped out. It's not like I was just, you know, in the background helping. I was on the court with them. I was helping. I was making friends with them. Um, everybody, everybody on that team was just, you know, happy about life, having having a great time, being part of a team. It was just, it was just amazing, honestly.
And then uh, in closing, to go back to the football side of it, Gabe has an opportunity with Syracuse to do something that you know hasn't been done in a while in the sense of, I mean, Mackie McPherson and Cam McPherson were able to play for Syracuse coming out of CBA, but Gabe has an opportunity to make a connection with the Syracuse team, and locally they used to do that a lot more. They used to recruit locally a lot more when it came to Syracuse University. What can you say about your teammate, the tight end on your team, and the opportunity that he has to bring that local flavor back to Syracuse in a big way? Yeah, honestly, I think it's great. Um, Gabe's a great athlete. Um, I think a lot of people uh, kind of undervalue him a little bit, but he's definitely out here to play. Um, Syracuse, I've obviously grown up in the area. I've been a fan of Syracuse. have family members who attend it. Um, I love that they're using local talent. Uh, I think it's that's what all colleges should be doing. Um, couldn't be happier for Gabe, honestly. It, it, any chance he has to make that team better, I know he's going to do it. So um, I look forward to seeing what he does there and look forward to see what Syracuse does in general. And as far as recruiting goes, in central and upstate New York, sometimes, you know, or a lot of the time for guys like yourself, it feels hard to get noticed. You have to go the extra mile, go out to camps, push yourself to go outside of this area. What can you say about recruiting and your experience and, and what you have to do to get noticed here in central New York? Yeah, like you, like you see a lot, it, some people feel like uh, central New York athletes or New York athletes in general are um, undervalued or not really appreciated. Um, you know, we got a lot of talent here. Um, it does, like you said, take a take a little extra effort, you know, sending out your film to a lot more places. You got to show up to some of these camps. Um, really, it's about networking and making connections as much as it is about being a good athlete. Um, you know, as much as you can go out there and score touchdowns, you got to be able to go out there and make your name be known and uh, get people to know your name and uh, know your film and all that kind of stuff. So it, it's a little bit more of a process, but um, you know, if you want it bad enough, you can you can do it. What have you done for yourself out there, and, and what type of responses have you gotten? Uh, I haven't been too active in the recruiting game, but um, I have been to camps before. I've been to Syracuse camps a few times. Um, you know, I've been putting together some film and all that, but um, I haven't been looking, you know, too aggressively. I've been trying to focus, you know, on myself as an athlete. I've been in the weight room a lot. Uh, I've been working on my skills. Um, you know, I'm going to try to try to get a good game film going because without that, you know, that's there's nothing else to do. You got to be able to, like I said, score touchdowns too. So. Um, that's, that'll definitely come later. Um, definitely working on it, but uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm all season right now. I'm trying to get the best I can be for the season. That coming once again from Troy Anthony, fullback, turn running back of the Baldwinsville Bees, going from blocking for the back to being the back that's getting blocked for. So, very exciting opportunity for him to showcase himself and what he's capable of. And he's in a perfect offense when the offense relies on the run so much. And and look at the fact that if he puts film out there, which, you know, obviously every kid should, no matter what you get back, you got to put the film out there and at least give it a shot. So, if he puts film out there, when he puts film out there, he can show from his career leading up to this point and then this season, what it's like to see him as a blocker and as a running back. Because there's a lot of running backs that can run, but can they block? We hear that all the time in fantasy, right? This guy's not going to get on the field because he doesn't block that much. This guy's not going to help out the offense at Syracuse because he doesn't know how to pick up an extra blocker and this, that, and the other. So to show that you can block, show that you can attack, and then show that you can run the ball, that's that's great film. To be a fullback and a running back, Troy can do both successfully. 
that could be an opportunity for him, a little diamond in the rough. So to Troy Anthony and, and to my hopes for him, I hope it all works out. And we'll discuss that tonight and so much more at Sammy Malone's on to Oswego Street in the village of Baldwinsville, right on the Seneca River. Sammy Malone's located there for you as your pub, as well as your restaurant. And we're going to be hanging out with Troy Anthony and his teammates, as well as head coach Carl Sanfilippo, tonight, August 22nd, from 6 to 8 p.m. So come out and see us. Coming up in just a few minutes will be Cam Macharzik, Baldwinsville B's offensive lineman. And i got to say something about Cam going into this. He has, I mean, all these guys, listen, every single one of these these gentlemen has had support, and they have had people come out in droves, and it's been a beautiful, wonderful thing, because I have seen this community just be supportive, be kind, and and then I do these videos, and I do, you know, these interviews and whatnot, and I've seen you come out even more so and show your support. And it has been absolutely, undeniably amazing, the, the amount of support that I have seen you give the kids in this community. And, and that has been such a beautiful, beautiful thing. I mean, telling you that I'm going to do these interviews and that I'm going to do this show, I have heard from almost every single family. I have heard from extensions of the family. And to see the, the support on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram that you have for these gentlemen, these young men, and for Carl Sanfilippo is, is downright amazing. And I want to thank the community. I want to thank the, the moms and the dads and the girlfriends and the brothers and the sisters and the teammates and the aunts and the uncles and the neighbors because I have heard from so many people and one of the biggest support groups that I've ever seen in 14 years of doing the show is for Cam Macharzik. Cam Macharzik, an unsung hero. You're an offensive lineman. You do something right. You do your job. Everybody says, good job running back. Good job quarterback. Good job wide receiver. But without you, none of them would exist. None of them would be able to do what they need to do in the game. And I'm going to discuss that with Cam and you're going to hear it in a second. But it is. You know, when you're an offensive lineman, you're an unsung hero. And to be that, to be that unsung hero and just go to work every single day and you're not the guy running in for the touchdown or catching the touchdown or throwing the touchdown, but you're an integral part of making sure that people can catch, throw, and run. And then all of a sudden I say, okay, so this kid's an unsung hero and I feel bad for any offensive lineman out there for not getting credit where credit's due. And then here's Cam Macharzik. I put it out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram that he's going to be on the show. And I, I see that he's anything but an unsung hero. The amount of support that he has had over the last week of me putting any information out about Cam or announcing that Cam's going to be joining me tonight and that he was another addition to the show we originally announced that Carl Sanfilippo and Gabe Haran were going to be there. Then Ben Dwyer, Cam Macharzik, and Troy Anthony got added to the show. So for the first time ever, I'll be interviewing five people at the same time in a in a kind of like a panel field discussion. But, you know, I saw the overwhelming support of Cam and I said, well, this man's anything but a diamond in the rough uh, in the sense of being a forgotten child. He may be a diamond, but there are a lot of people that appreciate him. And so I want to thank you all for finding me on Facebook at Wake Up Call DT, on Twitter at Call DT, on Instagram at Dan Tortora Media, because 
I put this information up, I share it, and almost <clears throat> almost every single person that connected with me on social media about Cam Macharzik is not somebody I was connected with before or had liked the show before. So, you know, <clears throat> to meet all these new people just through one person was a really amazing thing. So, you know, Cam, I, I know I said that offensive linemen are unsung heroes, but somebody's singing your praises somewhere, and there's many of them, and you should be really proud of that. So a big shout-out to Cam Macharzik because he's definitely getting love and, and getting support, and I'm very uh, I'm very happy to see that because I speak with linemen across this country and across this great nation all the time, and I say, you know, guys, you do so much, but you're not talked about. You know, you're not you're not put in the spotlight a lot. And and a lot of those guys say, well, we do it, you know, for for our guys. We do it for our team. We all love each other. We don't need to be in the spotlight. But, you know, I disagree. I want to put you in the spotlight. So Cam was nice enough to get in the spotlight with me here. And you're going to hear from him in just a second. And Cam, you have you have a huge, huge support. And I, I, I want him to know that and let it be a message for all offensive linemen out there that you got love everywhere. And, you know, a show like this show will take a long snapper, an offensive lineman, a defensive lineman, and put you out in the community because, you know, as John just wrote into the show, football is one in the trenches. I'll never forget what George O'Leary, former Central Florida head coach, said to me. And he said, Games are won on the offensive and defensive line. He said, you recruit from the offensive offensive and defensive line out. He said, that's how you recruit. You recruit from the inside out. If you do your job at the offensive and defensive line and get the right guys that fit your system and you recruit out from that, then you'll win games. That is where it starts. That is how you win. And any coach who isn't focused on the offensive and defensive line is not going to win games, and they're insane. And it's true. It's absolutely true. He didn't say they were insane, but, you know, I'm saying that they are because he said, listen, you have to start on the line. He said every good coach knows it starts with the offensive and defensive line. If you don't take care of your lines, you're not going to win games. And if you win games, you're not going to win many. So shout-out to George O'Leary and a shout-out to Cam Macharzik, who starts the show uh, discussing with me his relationship with his teammates in the family atmosphere that his teammates help provide. And this is what Cam had to say about that family atmosphere that the team provides for him and for everybody. I've been brothers with them for so long. Like I've been playing them since I've been playing with most of these guys since Pop Warner. And it's just been kept growing and growing and growing, like the friendship, the brotherhood and all that. Troy Anthony, Ben Dwyer, Gabe Horan, just what you can say about each of these three guys and, and how long you've been with them individually. Gabe I've been friends with since like first grade and we just kept growing and he's a big physical DN and tight end and Ben is an amazing QB. He knows when to tuck it in and run. He can throw on the run and uh, Troy, he's a big physical running back and a linebacker. It's hard. And as far as your position, just what you can say, what you bring to this team and how you've grown. I feel like Ben feels like, like with our size linemen, like we're like he feels protected because we all we're all pretty big guys. Blocking against 
you know, obviously blocking for this team and blocking for Ben, but also with a team that runs the ball a lot. Just what you can say about, you know, your excitement as a lineman to be able to get down the field and create these opportunities on a team that's had so much success in running the ball. I just feel like, like, just to, like you sit there, the excitement before the game, just to know you'll be able to pancake people, get some big hits, get some highlights, and you know, win the game. You brought up pancakes. How many do you get to eat per season? And, and I mean that obviously yeah. in a yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. When you're out there, though, and you have these opportunities to make these plays and to let your presence be known, the lineman usually gets, the lineman usually will, will be not noticed as much. You know, there's a big running play, they look at the running back. There's a big pass, they look at the receiver and the quarterback. But the lineman is the one that protects the quarterback to make that throw, protects the running back to make that run and create those holes. So what can you say about being in a position that's not always thanked, but a position that's obviously a necessity? Well, the lineman always knows know that we're not really looked at as much, but we know that we're very well needed to run the ball, pass the ball. So we all know that, you know, we're not thought about, but we they need us, sort of. And when you have that where it's not talked about as much, but it's an integral part of the offense. Just what you could say about, you know, even though it, it may not be thanked in the media as much as it should, in my opinion, it should yeah. a whole lot more. Yeah. But in the sense of when you're in the locker room and you're with these guys, do you feel like the weapons that you have, like Troy, like Ben, like Gabe, look to you guys as the leaders and, and really do thank you and take the time to respect your position? Yeah. Ben, ben and all the running backs thank, thank us after every game, say what a great job we've done. So it makes us, you know, feel at home welcomed, like, you know, like, we're supposed to be there, which, I mean, we are, but. <laughs> but. You know, when you look at the home side of things, uh, Coach Sanfilippo, I mean, he's been around for three decades plus. He's synonymous with Baldwinsville. What can you say about your head coach and what you like about him? I, I like how, I, I like a run-based offense, like, because we just ground it, ground it, but we throw it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like him as a coach. He's a great coach. What is it about him that makes him special off the field? In the weight room, he pushes us to our limits. Workouts, he pushes us to our limits, and he knows like he he helps like uh, during the off season. We helped uh, kids with like special needs in a basketball thing, just to make them feel like welcome at the Bonesville School the District. And Troy had brought that up, being a part of that, being part of the special needs basketball opportunity, and just what you can say about what that did for you and, and how we kind of live in a world where we tend to complain about things that don't matter, and then you have opportunities like that where you get to really see that this world is so much more than that, and there are people that have every right to complain, but they don't. Yeah. So, what did you take away? From I feel like I, I, I didn't I didn't get to play any games because I was I was in track and field, but I helped them practice sometimes, and just to see the joy on like the kids' faces, like even if they didn't make a shot, they were still happy to be there and playing. So it made me feel like you know I'm doing something that's helping somebody that may, maybe not get all the stuff that we get, and bring happy to like joy to their life. And then as 
far as going back to the field, you know, when you look at opportunity, opportunity that you created in that event, and then opportunity for you in, in central and upstate New York, it's not always thought of in the recruiting realm as a place to go to, yet there is a lot of talented guys that are here. What can you say about being a player in central and upstate New York and recruitment, and, and if you feel like you get looks, or do you have to go the extra mile? Do you have to do a lot more than maybe you think somebody else would? I feel like I get a, de a decent amount of looks, but I've, I've sent a couple like my highlights to schools just to like, get my name out there and see like what they had to say, what I could do better, and like get their opinion on what they think of me of alignment and all that. And, and what have the responses been for you? They said I'm physical, big, and I did, all I need to work on is just being a little lower. And so with some of these schools, who have you interacted with? Who have you sent stuff out to? I sent stuff. I've gotten a lot of letters from Springfield. Uh, the Monmouth coach came in to talk to me. And then uh, St. John Fisher and all like all the D3 schools. And I got to talk to Stonehill. And when you speak with them and you look at kind of your future and your hopes for your future, just what you can say about you know playing further and having an opportunity to play college. I just hope to get a good education and play college ball. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. Gear up with the real deal at Dreisig Apparel. Creating what people are going to see and learn about you before they even meet you. Gear up for what you need for your team, business, or event. To look professional, look good, and feel good, outfit yourself at DreisigApparel.com. That's D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G Apparel.com. The only place to gear up with the real deal. The Pennant Trophy Center on 111 East Willow Street in Syracuse, New York, has been making memories for Central New York for over 60 years. It has the trophies for your teams, and when you walk in there, it's so much more than just that. When you walk into the Pennant Trophy Center, you are immersed in the reality that anything can be customized, anything can be engraved, whether it's for your anniversary, your wedding, your bar mitzvah, your birthday party, whatever you want to do with that memory, that watch from grandpa, or that bracelet from mom, or that wedding ring that's been passed down through your family. If you want to get something engraved with a memory to last a lifetime, the Pennant Trophy Center, 111 East Willow Street in Syracuse, New York, where memories are made and where memories last a lifetime. What's the universal language of a fan? Clapping your hands with fan hands. The ultimate sports fan accessory. Find your team color, slip them on, and start cheering on your favorite team with 11 different colors always in stock on fanhands.com where you'll find the ultimate sports fan accessory. Real fans wear fan hands. Utica Pizza Company spells family. Your family. My family their family. The recipes that they have shared with each other throughout the years and have now been so gracious to share them with us. I can sit here and talk with you about all the great things that are on the menu, but we'd be here forever. So let me say this, Utica Pizza Company is second to none, and now you can bring it home with you and you can dine in in the restaurant. UticaPizzaCompany.com will give you all the information that you need, and let me say, these Utica Greens, they're the best. Utica Pizza Company, Call them and place your order at 315-214-3060. That's 315-214-3060. Families break bread at Utica Pizza Company. 
Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Happy to have you back here on the show and every single Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show today and always. Truly appreciate it. So with that being said, today is our primer show. It's our preview show. It's our excitement anticipation show. It's the thunder rolling into the lightning show. And that is what is becoming of tonight. Tuesday, August 22nd, 6 to 8 p.m. We will be at Sammy Malone's. And by we, I mean myself, including Baldwinsville B's head coach, Carl Sanfilippo, as well as running back Troy Troy Anthony, offensive lineman Cam Macharzik, quarterback Ben DeWire, and tight end Gabe Haran, all joining me at Sammy Malone's in a wake-up call live on location special show dedicated to the Baldwinsville Bees football team. You've never seen anything like this before, and we're about to make history tonight at Sammy Malone's, 2 Oswego Street in the village of Baldwinsville, right on the Seneca River. Rain or shine, we'll be, an inside, we'll be inside relaxing, having a good time, and enjoying ourselves, and we cannot wait to see you out there and truly truly thank you to all the moms the dads the brothers the sisters the significant others the friends the classmates the teammates the teachers that will show up tonight in support of the Baldwinsville Bees as we send them into the 2017 season with nothing but positivity and a whole lot of love thank you to them and thank you to the community in advance for being a part of tonight's very special live show on location at Sammy Malone's, Tuesday, August 22nd, today from 6 to 8 p.m. You've heard from Baldwinsville fullback turn running back Troy Anthony, as well as offensive lineman Cam Macharzik. Coming up next is the quarterback of the team, Ben DeWire. Ben DeWire is on a team that runs the ball a whole lot. There's a lot going on when it comes to, to running the ball on this Baldwinsville squad. So Ben DeWire as the quarterback, he has moments here and there, but he's not really showcasing that arm a ton in this offense. At the end of the day, they win games, and they're all hoping that there'll be an opportunity to have this passing game come out and showcase itself. Either way, whether he's turning around and handing the ball off or going for the pass, Ben DeWire is a leader on this team that his teammates know and his teammates trust. And we're going to start the conversation with Ben about Coach Sanfilippo and in being in this offense, just what he can say about experiencing an offense as a quarterback that is heavily dedicated to the run and what he thinks about his coach and what his coach has built at Baldwinsville. This is what Ben had to say. Yeah, there's obviously a lot of experience with our staff. We've had a lot of great coaching over the years. And some people are like, oh, it's got to be tough to be a quarterback in Baldwinsville, turn around and handing it off every time. But then you turn around and look at, and we've had how many winning seasons back to back to back. And like sometimes you just got to get over the fact that maybe we don't get to throw it the ball around as much as we want to but when it counts like we're down the game's on the line we're throwing the ball then and we've put some wins on the board and it's just an exciting team to be a part of when you look at the fact and Gabe brought it up being somebody who wants the ball thrown his way he said you know you run you run you run but he said you know I want to see my team win I want to see them be successful you just had those sentiments 
Is it difficult for you though when when it's a run play and then a run play and then ten plays later you run play again and maybe a pass here and there? Is it difficult when you want to show your arm strength and your ability? Yeah, it's obviously tough to like deal with that sometimes and it can get difficult to deal with if the run game is not necessarily working but I think our coaches have done a good job recognizing when we need to stray from that and put the ball in the air because I think in a lot of times we've got to third and short fourth and short when the other team's like oh they're running the ball they're running <laughs> ball and then we drop back and throw the ball right over their heads because a lot of time they don't respect our receivers don't respect the pass game so a lot of times that passes there when they're not expecting it. What can you say about improving your game and elevating your game knowing that you may not have the amount of passes that you want maybe you pass five times in a game but what can you say about being prepared for that how you've elevated your game in the summer? Well, all summer we've had workouts every morning, and then myself, the other quarterbacks, and all of our receivers, tight ends, we stay after practice, throw the ball around, because we want to know when we're in that position to make that throw, we want to have it down. We don't want to have coach put us in that situation and then miss the throw and then have coach be like, oh yeah, that's why we don't throw the ball. We want, <laughs> we want to be ready to throw the ball when it's time for us, and hopefully we can show them that early in camp that we've been working on that all summer, and maybe we'll put the ball in the air more this year. <laughs> When you think about you know recruitment and the opportunity to play in college ball, what, how do you kind of tackle that when you're not throwing the ball as much? Do you focus on other positions that you're playing on the field? How do you kind of look at recruiting? Yeah, I think a lot of that it's hard because I do have some film from games and whatnot, so I've been able to get the interest from coaches that way. So then you just have to take it that next step further and go out to campus and show them what you can do there at their individual camps so that they can see what I can do there, what may not necessarily be shown in the game film. What, is, what are some of those uh, camps that you've been able to go out to, some campuses that you've been to, some of the schools that you've tried to build a relationship with? I've talked to a lot of the Ivy League schools because in my mind, like you're doing it for the academics. Like, there's some people that are going professional for football, but really yeah. that chance is slim to none for a lot of guys. You really got to look at your future. So I'm, I've tried to look at a lot of the best schools possible. I've been out to some uh, the schools in New York, like Buffalo, Albany, Stony Brook, like that. But I think I'm really trying to get in, use my athletics to get me to the best school possible. And when you look at moving forward, I wanted to go to a, a guy like Gabe. When you're not passing the ball as much, but you have a weapon like Gabe out there and you have other weapons out there, specifically with Gabe, what can you say about him? Because Syracuse saw something obviously special in him. What do you see in him? Obviously that size, you can't take <laughs> away from that. He's the biggest guy in the field, week in, week out, no matter who we're playing. I don't think there's anyone in Section 3 that can guard Gabe. So I think we just need to show Coach this in the weeks coming up what Gabe's really got in him, and I don't think he's stoppable. I think we could run the same play over and over, throwing the ball to him every time, and I think it'd work every single time. I'd take him over any other defensive guy in the section. I don't think anyone can guard him. What is it besides his, his size that's so special about being a teammate with him? Honestly, his work ethic. It's, I don't know if he necessarily a few years ago thought he'd be in this position, but realizing what could come for him, he was in the weight room every single day during the off season, during season after practices, working constantly, nonstop, always with that team first mentality. He's like in the process, he's getting himself better, but he's really doing it for the team as a whole, and you just gotta admire that in someone. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on Wake Up Call. 
dt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash DT. You just heard from Ben Dwyer, Baldwinsville quarterback, who will be joining me tonight along with his teammates and his head coach at Sammy Malone's Tuesday, August 22nd. Today, very excited, from 6 to 8 p.m. Cannot wait to be out there with you, with the community, with Baldwinsville supporters, and with Central and New York fans alike. Central New York and upstate New York I just I said Central New York, Central and New York. I meant Central New York and upstate New York fans. I want to thank you all because here's the thing. People come together for Syracuse games. They come together for NFL games. They come together for this, that, and the other thing. But when you when you do it for any team, ESM, Liverpool, Baldwinsville, CBA, Ludden, Grimes, the so on and so forth, you know, Mexico, and so on and so forth, JD, you you see this camaraderie and you see this community and you know we get caught up in Syracuse recruiting and who's coming in from Texas and Florida and and Georgia and this that and the other but you forget sometimes about the people in your own backyard and to just go out to a game to just drive five five minutes away or 15 minutes away and go see these kids play go see them get after it and give their all because there's people all over this country hoping to get noticed and hoping to get an opportunity and you know for goodness sakes the state of delaware which is very tiny has had multiple players come out of there that have come to syracuse for football and basketball isaiah johnson played on the defensive line for syracuse jerome smith was a running back for syracuse that made it to the nfl and got to spend some time in the nfl and then you look at somebody like trevor cooney coming out of Delaware and playing for Syracuse in and being a part of two Final Four teams. So, you know, this this city and this area and this state has no excuses because they can get it done. And there are plenty of players here in this community that can show themselves and what they're worth and what their value is. And if nobody's going to talk about it, we'll do it here. If nobody's going to discuss it, we'll discuss it here. Because... I could care less about what everybody else does. It's about doing the right thing. And as much as I love talking to recruits from all over the country, I also equally love talking to them right here in the backyard of Central and Upstate New York. Because those Tyler Rouses and those Gabe Harans, they happen. And at the same time, there's other players whose names have come and gone that you would have loved to hear their story. So to tell their stories and share their stories and and give them an opportunity to have a voice. It is an absolute honor and a pleasure that Ben Dwyer, Cam Macharzik, Troy Anthony, Gabe Haran, and Carl Sanfilippo not only offered their voice to today's show, their voices to today's broadcast, but that they're going to offer their time, two hours of their time, right after practice of their time today, Tuesday, August 22nd from 6 to 8 p.m. at Sammy Malone's. It is our way to say thank you to the community. It is our way to say thank you to Baldwinsville. It is my way to personally thank the Baldwinsville Bees for all the work that they have done. And this is just scratching the surface. The Baldwinsville Bees are a part of this, and inevitably other teams around 
this community will be a part of shows like this as Wake Up Call looks to go around central and upstate New York and show you these hidden gems, give you these opportunities to be around these kids. And maybe they play sports in the future and maybe they do something else, but no matter what they do, they're people ingrained in our community, etched in our history, should be respected and should be supported. Because we, at some point in our lives, someday, will hand the world to them. And once we hand the world to them, we want to know it's in good hands. And the way that you establish that is to form a relationship from every generation before to every generation current and every generation after. It is by coming out to shows tonight at Sammy Malone's to shake the hands of these kids and let them know that you support them and let them know that you'll be on the bleachers, or even if you're not, to let them know that they're always in your minds. It's a move like that that can establish positivity and an upward progression for Syracuse, New York, for Baldwinsville, New York, for Liverpool, New York, and all over the community of Central and Upstate New York. So make sure that you come out tonight and see these kids and show them what it's like to be in this community and what it's like to have the support that you can have of Central and Upstate New York. The Baldwinsville Bees. Clean record 0-0 right now. Coach San Filippo going into his 33rd season. And he is somebody who is close friends with Paul Pascaloni. And, and I remember, you know, looking back to the Paul Pascaloni days where being 6-6 six and six was inadequate. Being 6-6 six and six wasn't good enough. It wasn't even close to being good enough of what Syracuse's upper echelon wanted. They wanted better. And I understand that. I understand you want better than 500, but look at what you got by kicking them out the door. And where did Paul Pascaloni go after getting fired at Syracuse? Well, he was a head coach at UConn for a few seasons before he was fired there. He was in the NFL on numerous different teams, the Dallas Cowboys, the Houston Texans, the Miami Dolphins, all over the NFL. And now he's landed a job with his former assistant coach as of last season, so this will be his second season under Steve Adazio with Boston College. And I think that what I've seen since Paul, pa- I know that what I've seen since Paul Pascaloni had been fired at Syracuse is that he has a very big network, a lot of respect, and a lot of people that are willing to give him a chance. So we are where we are today after six and six wasn't good enough. And now Syracuse fans are dreaming of six and six. That is why you appreciate what you have when you have it. How many songs have been made? You don't know what you got till it's gone. Well, you could know what you have before it leaves. And if you know what you have before it leaves, it probably will never go. Appreciate what you got. Don't think about, you know, I'm a card collector. I don't look through all my cards and say, I have a Dan Marino autograph, a Troy Aikman autograph, but I don't have a Steve Young one. That might be in the back of my mind, like, oh, someday I want to get one, but that's not what you focus on. You focus on you have Aikman and Marino. So many of us go, I have Aikman, I have Marino, but I don't have Steve Young, so it's a bad day and I don't like it. Whatever. I don't even care. I'll just rip up these other two because it doesn't even matter because I don't have the three of them. Some people have none of them. Some people would dream to have the opportunity to have $5 to go buy a pack of cards where they could potentially get one, but they don't have that because they're living in a third world country and they have no idea what sports cards even are. Always appreciate what you have when you have it. I don't think Paul Pascaloni was appreciated down the stretch in Syracuse. I don't think you could find any true Syracuse fan that would say he was. And that is a great unfortunate. 
because, and don't get it twisted, I'm happy Dino Babers is here. I am. If anybody's going to kick this team into gear, let it be the man that has a lot of energy and has more than supplemented with his staff and adding people to his staff and blossoming the staff of former head coaches and people that he's worked with and people that he's respected and this, that, and the other. I mean, to me, Dino Babers is putting together a very large staff of people that have expectations. If this defense can get right, it's going to be dangerous. If Syracuse tries to outscore everybody, you're going to be praying for 6-6 six and six every year. you got to have a good defense. You have to. People say it all the time, and they and it's when somebody says something all the time, they say, well, it's become cliche. <laughs> you know, I don't like that. It's become cliche. Love thy neighbor as yourself. People say that all the time. It's not cliche. It's in the Bible, and it's a truth. Love other people as you love yourself. Defense wins championships. Offense sells tickets. It is not cliche. It's truth. It is truth. You want to see a team score... It's boring to watch 7-3, to three, but defense wins championships. Offense sells tickets. You want to see Eric Dungy throw three touchdowns a game, 400 yards. You want to see Dante Strickland rush for 100 yards. Mo Neal rush for... 60, 70 as a, as a backup, or vice versa, whatever it may be. You want Irv Phillips to have 100 catches this season. You want Ishmael to have 100 catches this season. You want the team to run 80 plays to 100 plays per game on offense. But defense wins championships. Defense wins games. Because if you cannot stop a team from scoring, you have to always score and always hope that you catch up or that you have the ball in the last couple minutes. Case in point, Syracuse-Pittsburgh. For anybody that wants to know if it's true that defense wins championships and offense sells tickets, look at the Syracuse-Pittsburgh game that ended the season last year. Syracuse's offense was all there all the time, for the most part. Syracuse's defense was still in Syracuse when the team traveled to Pittsburgh. So, with that being said, you got to understand that that defensive piece to it is very important. And Paul Pascaloni had that. Paul Pascaloni has been on defenses all over the NFL, and now he's helping out Steve Adazio, and he's doing a fine, fine job. And as much as Syracuse spurned him, he comes back here and takes Syracuse's talent all the time. He spins back in here and looks at Syracuse talent and offers Syracuse talent. Maybe he gets him, maybe he doesn't, but he most certainly tries to. And I respect that. And for me, sitting down with Paul Pascaloni and having a conversation is something that I would always say yes to and always look forward to doing. And I just want to establish that because Carl Sanfilippo has such a strong relationship with him. And and and, and Coach Sanfilippo said that Baldwinsville tight end Gabe Haran, if he hadn't committed to Syracuse so early, he's like, Dan, ACC outside of Syracuse, Big Ten. He said there were all these schools looking at him. He's like he would have shot up even more. He would have had even more. And an even tougher decision. And you know the Big Ten. They're looking at him saying, you're a big body kid. You can block. Yeah, you can play tight end. You can also play on the line for us. And, you know, Big Ten, they send NFL, they send guys to the NFL in droves when it comes to the first line of defense and the first defensive line. 
And you know what I'm, I mean? You you take care of it at home. Big Ten offense and defense, they are stacked on the lines. So he turned that down for Syracuse. That's making a statement. Syracuse needs to have more people say no to Penn State, no to Ohio State, no to Wisconsin, no to Michigan, and say yes to Syracuse. And you put them on the line, you're going to be able to hang. Because people can argue that the Big Ten at the line of scrimmage is the fiercest you'll find in the country. People will will fight with you on that. And yeah, everybody's going to name Alabama and this, that, and the other thing, but people will go back and forth with the Big Ten up and down the line that they have a lot of talent right there on the defensive and offensive lines. So speaking on the man that decided on Syracuse and not the Big Ten and not to continue his recruitment, Mr. Gabe Haran, the man who opened the door for the 2018 class to walk through for the Syracuse Orange. The, the man who said yes before anybody else said yes for 2018, Gabe Haran, the torchbearer of the team, and our one-on-one conversation is here for you now, and I very much appreciate Gabe's time. Can't wait to see him later on tonight with the rest of his teammates and his head coach, Tuesday, August 22nd. Today, 6 to 8 p.m. at Sammy Malone's, and we're going to get into this conversation with Gabe, which will begin with going into the season with Baldwinsville and wearing the Bees jersey one last time. Oh, it means a lot to me. I mean, I've been waiting, geez, since November after the season started. I've been, oh, man, I've been, can't wait for the senior season. been waiting you know, in the weight room every day with my, uh, my team, you know, really bonding. We've all been just looking forward to that uh, August 14th, ready to strap on, get ready to play. What can you say about, you know, this, this year's offense and the weapons that this team has? I mean, obviously you're out there as a tight end, but what you can say about the other guys around you? Um, well, we got a really strong running back. Uh, we have a couple. Uh, actually, we're pretty deep with the running back position. You know, we got Troy Anthony, uh, EJ, Elijah Edmonds. Uh, then we got Kari Warner, and then we got some some strong uh, receiving targets as well. You got me, uh, Austin Lehman, Donovan Smith, uh, you know, people like that. Nate Jaquin. We got. I think we got a lot of uh, weapons this year. I think we're going to really open up our playbook and possibly throw the ball more this year. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> I, I hope. I mean, we'll see. Looking forward to it. When you're in an offense where you're you're hoping for more pass, more of a passing game for your position, just what you can say about your patience and what it has taught you about being a team player, knowing that you know sometimes you're blocking and blocking and blocking and blocking to help the run and when you want the pass. So what has that taught you? I mean, I'll wait for my time to come. I mean, I'm a team player. I mean, if they need me, wherever they need me, I mean, I'm there. I'm, I almost had to play tackle a little bit last year. We had an injury. So, I mean, I'm I'm wherever coach needs to put me. I mean, I'm ready at all times for any position. Just ready. How has going through this, I mean, when you look at Syracuse's offense, what have they said to you about what they hope for you? Do they want to use the tight end and, and have you out there in the passing game? Or have they said to you, listen, we want to go fast. We're going to need you to help block down the field. How do they How do they kind of describe to you what they need when it comes to the tight end? Uh, I mean, they, they want to use me kind of as a hybrid. You know, I can, I'm a mismatch downfield, and I can also, I mean, one of my strong suits is blocking. So, I mean, you can really use me either way, running, you know, running routes, getting open downfield, or, you know, run game, too. So... Coach Sanfilippo, 
what you can say, I mean, he's been around for three decades plus. Just what you can say about him as a coach and his personality. Oh, he's a great coach. Uh, you know, I've been around Coach Sampolipo for about three years now, been with the varsity team. You know, he's a great guy, you know, kind of like a father figure, you know, really look up to him. He's a great guy. And then as far as, as moving forward for you, what are you most excited about knowing that you have the season at Beville and then about 20, 25 minutes away, you'll be training at Syracuse soon enough? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy to think about. It. I mean, I'm planning on graduating early, so I mean, right after the season, I'm out uh, getting back to my trainer, Vinny Scalo, and trying to get ready, get back, trying to trim down and get down to maybe 240 to 45-ish, get ready uh, for Syracuse in the summer. When you look at that opportunity of, of enrolling early, how important is that for you to get in for spring practice in 2018? Uh, it's it's super important. I mean, it, I mean to get a head start on classes and uh, head start on all the other recruits that are becoming in the commits. I mean, uh, be around the coaches more, used to the playbook. You know, just be more prepared when you get down there early. So I mean, it means a lot. There's being recruited. There's committing, and then there's being a torchbearer. Tommy DeVito gets to be that for 2017 coming in. You were the first guy to commit for 2018, so you get to be the torchbearer for this class, no matter where the guys are coming, Florida, Ohio, Syracuse, New York, Central New York area. What does that mean to you to be the torchbearer of 2018, and, and do you feel that kind of on your shoulders when you're out there talking to some of the other guys that are thinking about coming here? I mean, yeah, when I'm talking to recruits, I mean, it's pretty, you know, it's it's good to say, you know, yeah, I mean, I was first committed to the 2018 class. I mean, I think we have a strong class this year. I mean. I think uh, you know I got some guys from Florida coming up. Com uh, I got some commits. Got strong, bunch of strong players. I mean, it's just you know being a torchbearer means a lot. Committing early, being that guy that everyone's looking looking forward to seeing. So, Coach Mack obviously uh, recently passed away, and, and he cared so much about recruiting locally, and he brought in a lot of guys like Tim Green and Scott Schwedes and Rob Drummond and whatnot, and even. Don McPherson, who is from Long Island. What can you say about being a local guy committing to Syracuse when that was such an important part of their success in the past? Do you feel like you could be a part of that local flavor success of the future? Uh, yes, I believe so. I mean, there's a lot of talent in New York. I mean, people fail to realize that. I mean, and also playing close to home means a lot for my family, you know, so they can come out and see me whenever, pretty much. I mean, it's right there, 20 minutes away. So playing close to home, I mean, definitely means a lot. It's a wake-up call, Fast Break. For all of us that have always wanted our favorite restaurant to come to us, it's now a reality in Central New York with It's a Utica Thing, with Utica Pizza Company bringing their wonderful recipes that they've handed down through generations to you, to your event, to your business, to your home. It's a Utica Thing, proudly bringing Utica Pizza Company on wheels to your location. Call 315-738-8946. That's 315-738-8946 to bring Utica Pizza Company to your doorstep with It's a Utica Thing. Hi, this is Domenico Vitali, owner of Giovanni's Formalware, where you look great and feel even better with our renowned tailoring and alteration services on any suit or any tuxedo from anywhere. Call 315-455-8729. That's 315-455-8729. Stop in locally on Route 11 in North Syracuse next to the Ponderosa Plaza where you can choose your style, get fitted, and tailored, all at Giovanni's Formal Wear. 
I'm George Townsend of Honda City with some good advice from buying a new car. The true cost of owning a new car is determined by the appraised value when you trade it. No vehicle appraises higher than a Honda. Next, look for low APRs and deep discounts. You also want low maintenance costs and great fuel economy. That's why my advice to you is to buy a new Honda. Looking pre-owned, visit our Honda Certified Used Car Center. Honda City, 7140 Henry Clay Boulevard, Liverpool, or HondaCity-CNY.com. It would be a pity if you don't shop at Honda City. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is located on 3680 Milton Avenue in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is proud to be both. It is that marriage that you've been looking for for years. The Wildcat Sports Pub is your home base for your sports bar and restaurant needs, games for the kids, indoor and outdoor activities, and enough things on the menu to come back every single week and get to try something new. They're open Sundays from noon to 8 p.m., Monday through Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., and Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to midnight. For reservations and party information, call 315-487-2222 for the Wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Happy to have you here on the show, listening in every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the live stream, MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. If you have not become a member of the live stream, the time to do it is right now. Make sure you join the live stream by going to mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt, which many of you are on already. And right under my picture, click follow. That will prompt you to create an account. It's just making a name for yourself and tagging it to an email. It takes a couple seconds. And every single time the show goes live, you'll be emailed to listen into the show. So when I go live in the morning and you say, oh my gosh, I forgot Dan was on this morning, or I was running around getting the kids ready and I want to make sure that I heard the interview, it'll be emailed straight to your phone. And all you have to do is open up the email and it says, listen live now. Click listen and it takes you right through to the live stream. It does all the work for you just by becoming a member. So make sure that you do that. And I appreciate everybody who has done that. I thank you very much. And you can chat with me live in the chat room as John did this morning if you become a member. So I suggest you do so, and I suggest you do so now. We're very happy to have 100 members to reach the triple digits. Very happy to have all the membership that we have and over 11,000 people listening in. I want to thank you for all your support and everything that you have done. Today, Tuesday, August 22nd from 6 to 8 p.m., we will be live on location at Sammy Malone's, 2 Oswego Street in the village of Baldwinsville with the Baldwinsville Bees football team. Myself, along with Carl Sanfilippo, the head coach, as well as Syracuse 2018 commit tight end Gabe Haran, quarterback Ben Dwyer, running back Troy Anthony, and offensive lineman Cam Macharzik will be joining me one-on-one-on-one-on... On one on one on, wait, what is it? One-on-one-on-one-on-one-on-one on one on one on one is how it goes. On one. 
There we go. We got six. So we will all be there with the show tonight at Sammy Malone's. Rain or shine, we'll be inside, enjoying our time. Grab a drink, grab something to eat, grab my favorite, which is the shrimp tacos, and come and hang out with us as we usher in the 2017 Baldwinsville Bees season as never been done before. Very, very excited about this opportunity to be with the Baldwinsville Bees at Sammy Malone's, and thanks to Tom Taylor for helping me set all this up. Cannot wait to get the guys out there. That's why today's show has been a primer and a preview of what you're going to be getting tonight. For you to get to know the players a little bit better and to know Coach a little bit better as you head out to Sammy Malone's tonight. So, you've already heard from Troy Anthony as well as Cam Macharzik and Ben Dwyer. You just heard from Gabe Haran. And now, without further ado, Coach San Filippo and I had a conversation going into this season about his thoughts and his anticipation for the 2017 season. And I'm very excited to have this opportunity to share this with you once again. And that is my conversation with Carl San Filippo, the head coach of the Baldwinsville Bees. And in this conversation, we'll begin with Coach on what he has to say about the chemistry of this year's football team. Oh yeah, chemistry is excellent. I, I, I've seen it. Uh, you, I watch everything from December on, and there's a great bunch of kids. I, I like their chemistry. I like their energy. Uh, we're actually probably going to cut down a little bit preseason uh, because they've worked so hard in the offseason. So I think there's always got to be a reward for effort, and, and I think we're physically and conditioning-wise, we're, we're ahead of where we normally are. And your quarterback, Ben Dwyer, had said that, that Gabe, when he realized with his size and as he was growing, he realized what he could be. He was in the weight room every single day, and he spoke about that work ethic. Just what you can see about how you saw Gabe really take what he felt like could be a great opportunity and turn it into something special. Yeah, and what he did, he did for himself. You know, I mean, he did himself, not for himself, but he did himself. And uh, a lot of respect for that. And he, he did get serious. Uh, I had college coaches in by droves taking a look at him and the other kids. But... I have a lot of respect for that. He's done well, and we're looking for a good year for him. And I think he's, he'll step up to the plate big. He committed to Syracuse, but what you can just what you can say about some of those other schools that you saw walk through the doors of Baldwinsville and the importance of that? Well, we had a lot of the ACC schools in, a lot of the you know Big Ten started coming in on him. Uh, naturally, it all kind of died out once he committed to Syracuse. But I think Sky would have been the limit. I, I think he could have been a Penn State, Ohio State, uh, that type of thing. And he committed to Syracuse. And, and I respect that. I think he'll do well. That's my alma mater, so I'm not, I'm not sad about it, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm very happy for him. I think he'll do very well. I really do. He has the opportunity, Gabe has the opportunity of, of being a torchbearer, of being the first person to commit in a class for 2018, and the importance of that when you are that first person to say yes, and then the dominoes start to fall. Just what you can say about having a torchbearer at Baldwinsville who is going and talking to kids from Florida, from Ohio, from all over the country. Right, I, I think it, it, it speaks leaps and bounds for him. The other thing it does that a lot of people don't realize, it takes the pressure off him. So now he's not being hounded and pulled in a hundred different directions where you're going to go to school. He knows where he's going. Now he can focus on task at hand. And I think that the weightlifting, our season, uh, I know he's, the plans are to possibly graduate in January and get up to the hill for the second semester, which I think it will provide uh, tremendous benefits for him. Guys, we're joking that uh, obviously Baldwinsville is running the ball a lot of the time. So Ben was saying, yeah, I'd love to pass, and Gabe saying, yeah, you know, I want to go out there and catch it, but we're going to do what we can do to, to see this team succeed. 
When you have a weapon like Gabe and you have him for one final year, do you want to showcase that a little bit more? Well, we, we showcase what our strengths are, and, and that would be one of our strengths. And we will, as a coaching staff, allow our team to do what we're capable of doing. And if that means throwing the ball more, we'll throw the ball more. Uh, you know, we're, we're open. We're open. Well, you had brought up Paul Pascaloni in another conversation. Just what you can say about, I mean, obviously he's at Boston College in a role reversal where Adazio was his assistant at SU, and now Adazio, obviously being the head coach of BC, brought him on last season, and they recruit Central New York very, very well. Just what you can say about, I mean, these are these kids in Central and Upstate New York, sometimes, you know, they feel like they're hidden somewhere and that there isn't enough out there recruiting-wise, and there's coaches like Pascaloni and Adazio that have made an effort throughout their careers to come back here. Yeah, I have a lot of respect for Paul. We're very close to him. Uh, we spend a lot of time together in the offseason, and, and he's doing a tremendous job with the kids we have here. Uh, the Servassier, I don't know if they offered him, but they offered Williams out of CBA. Uh, I know they're looking at Lorenzo out of CNS. Uh, they, they offered Gabe. Uh, we had Tyler Rouse, one of our players, just graduated from there and actually is now working for the BC football program. So he'll he'll come back because he knows the kind of talent that's here. And if you look at the past the past of Central New York and of the AA football, we've had a tremendous amount of kids in the last 30 years that have gone Big Ten, have gone uh, SEC, not ACC, and have gone all over and, and have done very well. So I think it is a hidden uh, it is a hidden uh, gem, if you will. What can you say about, you know, obviously Syracuse and Gabe had made that relationship and made that connection, but under Coach Mack, there was a lot of staying local, and there was that desire to stay local. When it came with uh, Coach Schwarzwalder, it was the same type of thing. Paul Pascaloni, respect for local. Would you like to see Syracuse get back to that? Because Boston College and the Yukons and in Michigan at times and different schools have, and Rutgers with Stevie Scott have been willing to come in to Central New York but right in the backyard of Syracuse University, there's not always been that connection recently. Would you like to see the school go back to what it used to be? I would love to see our, our top-shelf kids stay right here. I would love to see it. I think we have great football here, and, and I would love to see it. I would love to see the Williams kid from CBA at Syracuse uh, playing, playing with uh, Gabe. I, I would just love to see those kids stay here. I think it would be tremendous for the community, and I, I, I think it would have a great impact on Syracuse. I know that you and I are going to have an opportunity to speak soon enough, so I'm going to save some things for later. But I want to uh, I want to go a little bit deeper on Paul Pascaloni, and, and I had an opportunity, uh, not at Syracuse, but I got to meet up with him when he was coaching at UConn and spend some time with him, and I had a lot of respect for him growing up. And, and I feel like, you know, back in the day, 6-6 six and six wasn't good enough, and now the dream of 6-6 six and six is, right. is there. So, you know, what can you say about Paul? I mean, he's been everywhere. NFL teams around the country have respected and appreciated him he's been a head coach in numerous places what can you say about you know not just Paul the coach but Paul the man because he seems to have respect as a human being all over the country I think the greatest tribute you can give coach Pascaloni uh, is that he will treat every young man like they're his own son and it's, it's not about winning losing, it's about the respect for the person. I have a tremendous amount of respect for him. I met him as a young coach out of college, and, and ever since I have had a tremendous amount of respect for him. He's the kind of person you want your son to be around. Uh, and I, I think that speaks leaps and bounds for and he's he's a worker. He's a worker. He's old school. He's going to work at it. I know Tyler uh, Rouse at, at BC tells me the players there love him. 
yeah. I absolutely love him. And that that that's all you need to know. He just he he's just a great guy. He's a tremendous guy. I, I love spending time with him. It seems every time I spend time with him, I learn something new. And uh, he's he is uh, just just a fountain of knowledge. Did you get to spend any time recently with Steve Adazio? Uh, only when they recruited uh, Tyler. Okay. And uh, again, an old school guy, uh, a guy that's going to get after it, a guy that's going to going to make you get after Big it. Big energy guy. Yep, uh, <laughs> tremendous. And again, Tyler. And, and the guys at BC I've talked to that play there have nothing but respect for Adazio. And Tyler Rouse, as far as Adazio is concerned, I, I asked him about Tyler, and he said that he was the. It was in Tyler's final season. He said there is no one that works harder on any side of the ball in practice than Tyler Rouse. Yeah. Would you expect anything less? No, I wouldn't. I, I mean, I, I had Tyler's parents in school, so uh, Tyler just ever since he's been a young kid. I remember looking at him as a ninth grader in. in a JV game, and I told uh, my assistant coach, I said, "That kid's with us next week." Uh, I just, you know, I, I didn't even know, you know. And all of a sudden, I'm watching a freshman or JV game, and I said, "The kid's with us," and and they just tremendous. And his work ethic, I've never had a player work harder than Tyler ever. This is a wake-up call, fast break. Hi, this is Sal Lamedico, owner and operator of Sal's Pizza and Restaurant, 41 East Genesee Street in the village of Baldwinsville. We're family owned and operated since 2002. We take pride in customer service and quality of food where it's paramount we don't choose between both. We offer carry-out, delivery, and catering. Or you can bring your family and friends in and enjoy a friendly staff and comfortable atmosphere. Trivia is offered once a week, every Wednesday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Call us at 315-638-8505 or visit us online at salspizzabville.com. We're here at Sal's Pizza Restaurant. We're more than pizza. This is Kira from Looking Glass Events, where we're always giving you a reason to celebrate. Whether you have a small business, large business, personal event, or a wedding, we are available to plan and coordinate your dream event to life. Every detail, every step, Looking Glass Events is working with you all the way. Call us at 315-702-4653. That's 315-702-4653. Or contact us through our website, lgweddingsandevents.com. Looking Glass Events giving you a reason to celebrate. The name Leeson Staggerwald is synonymous with Central New York with over 80 years of service to the community. Leeson Staggerwald Downtown is your butcher, grocery, pub, and deli located on 117 East Fayette Street in Syracuse, New York. Minutes from the Carrier Dome in your perfect pre-gaming headquarters with Rob Drummond and myself, Dan Tortora, two hours before home games. Leeson Staggerwald Downtown, where you can dine in, take out, pre-game up on the hill with their meats or pre-game inside their walls. Lee's and Staggerwald downtown, a unique experience for every single fan and every member of the community with over eight decades of service. They're open Monday from 10.30 a.m. to 3 p.m., Tuesday through Thursday from 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m., Friday 10.30 a.m. to 9 p.m., Saturday noon to 9 p.m., and closed on Sunday on 117 East Fayette Street in Syracuse, New York. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. 
DT. Happy to be here with you on the broadcast today and every single Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And I thank you so much for tuning in to today's show and and hope you're having a great day. Hopefully you got to see some type of solar eclipse yesterday. I couldn't. I wasn't allowed to look at the sun because <laughs> because I did not have the proper glass. I did not have the proper eyewear. And my wife was like, please don't look at the sun and or, you know, don't look at the just don't look at it. You know, she's like, don't put yourself in a position where you can't see. So as a little kid, though, like I kind of looked I like I did, but I didn't. You know, I looked with because I think it was a lunar eclipse and I looked with. um, I think they gave us glasses and then I kind of like snuck a peek without it. So, well, either way, I have an eye test today. So, <laughs> so, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I, hopefully the eyes are good. I know that I can see, but hopefully, you know, my eyes are strong and going in the right direction. That's what I would like because I appreciate my sight and I appreciate, I appreciate all of the senses and, uh, and, you know, obviously, you know, shout out to, to daredevil who could make it happen without sight, but you know, it's it's not something that you'd, you'd ever want to lose. So hopefully you didn't look at the sun yesterday without the proper eyewear. I did not. I brought my dog out to get the mail and, like, throw some trash out and whatever, and I shielded her eyes. So I made sure that she she doesn't usually look up like that. She doesn't look, like, straight up. But just to be safe, to make sure that she was okay, and so that I could tell my wife that, you know, I didn't blind my dog. So that... <laughs> <laughs> that was an important part of it. But hopefully you enjoyed it. Some people loved it. You know, they're like, yeah, you got to think about it like this, right? There's so much turmoil in our country. There's so much stuff going on. People are arguing this, that, and the other. I believe this. You don't believe that. Yada, yada, yada. And at the end of the day, there's people that actually shared in this moment together. They actually took some time together to share in this moment. People stopped what they were doing. They stood outside. It didn't matter if you were white, black, blue, brown, purple, fat, skinny, this, that, the other thing. People were just outside looking up at the sun and the moon and seeing this solar eclipse. And it was such a, uh, it, it was something that, that brought so many people together. You know, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, I retweeted their kind of joke thing that they did where they had... Warren Moon pass in front of Sonny Jurgensen, and and I thought that that was really cool, and and you know there was also uh, Aaron Rodgers posted a picture of him looking up at the eclipse, so I thought that that was you know pretty awesome too. How you know they kind of just put it all you know they, they made it fun. You know there was football players that did it, and you know people all over the entertainment world that did it. So they tried to make it fun and. Try to make it interesting for everybody. I appreciate the person that just voted honestly in the, <laughs> the poll that I put up. I said, I said, did you, I put, a, I put, be honest, did you look at the solar eclipse without the proper glasses? And all of you had said no. And then one person just responded and was like, yeah, I did. I didn't listen to all the rules and I just looked up at the sun. Apparently Donald Trump did too. So uh, that's, you know, that's uh, pretty exciting that, that our president decided that that would be the, the way to go. So don't really know why that was the choice, but okay. 
So, I mean, hey, kids, don't try this at home. But the president did it. Well, I don't really know what to tell you because it's supposed to be the most important person and or the biggest job, I should say, not the most important. I don't like that. I never like saying somebody is the most important person, right? Uh, so let's just say it's the, the biggest job in America. Let's Let's call it that. The most stressful job in America. I think that's a fair point to say. But either way, the solar eclipse happened yesterday. And going into yesterday, my air conditioner was not working. Coming out of yesterday, during the solar eclipse, I fixed the air conditioning. So I'm not going to say it was the moon's fault. But I'm not going to not say it was the moon's fault. So uh, I fixed it. I'm super very proud. I want to thank God, I want to thank Kevin, and I want to thank Tom because I consulted a couple people that knew what the heck they were talking about, and then I just kind of went to town and did what I could and took their advice and fixed some stuff up and came out of this thing with my air conditioning unit working. I didn't have to call anybody, thank God, and spend money, thank God. So it feels good when you get to, when you fix stuff, you know, gives you that, gives you that special feel. So speaking of that, we're getting into the ingredients to success proudly presented by Utica Pizza Company, the ingredients to success, which is something that I always love speaking about. It is a true honor for me to do this segment. Now, I want to let you know that uh, that not only the ingredients to success in and of itself of, of this being a, a segment that we do here on the show, but Utica Pizza Company, they stand alone in so many ways because they truly are, you know, they're, they're run by great families and uh, Charlie DeGristina that I had the opportunity of meeting who, who does a lot of his work up in Utica and that's partnered up with Phil Russo, you know, Phil, the, the opportunity that I have to be around them, to see Charlie and to see Phil. First of all, let me say this, you know, these are, these are gentlemen that, when they had a big event downtown, when they had the Taste of Syracuse, right? They didn't hire people to work inside of the massive trailer that they have and then just go golfing. You know, they worked. And there's nothing wrong with going golfing. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying when they had a big event and they were representing their company, they were there. And the companies that I work with, that's what they do. Tony and BC, there for the market diner, making sure everything was right, making sure everything was going well. Jay Cartini, there with Carvel DeWitt. Charlie DeGristina, Phil Russo, in the trailer for the whole weekend. Making the pizzas, making the sandwiches, getting the Utica greens, everything out ready to go. And if somebody had to go make a trip, then they went and made a trip and they got more stuff and they brought it back over and they stayed in that trailer and they went to work. So I have all the respect in the world for business owners that care about their business to the extent of saying that they're never going to get too high in the business to not be a part of the front line. And we started the show about the offensive and defensive line, that the front line is the most important thing on the football team. Well, being a part of the front line is the most important thing that a, that a business owner can do. And Phil Russo and Charlie DeGristina have never forgotten that, that being on the front line is where you need to be as a business owner. So that could be, I mean, in and of itself, an ingredient to success. So the ingredients to success proudly presented by Utica Pizza Company. 
and it's a Utica thing, which is Utica Pizza Company on the road. Essentially, the it's a Utica thing giant uh, giant trailer that they have is first of all, it's bigger than most, and it has the opportunity and the capability of going anywhere. So yes, they go to events and festivals and taste of Syracuse and whatnot, but they also will come to your business. They will come to your anniversary. They will come to your wedding. They will come to your party. If you want to do something with Utica Pizza Company on location, it's a Utica thing. will send the vehicle to you and you make the menu. So you tell them we want chicken reggae pizza. We want Utica greens. We want steak and cheese. Boom. Done. They're there outside downtown in Syracuse, right right outside of your establishment, feeding your entire building. So you set it up with them and you make it happen. It's a Utica thing, a an addition, an extended arm, so to speak, of Utica Pizza Company. Utica Pizza Company is located on 628 South Main Street in North Syracuse, New York, right across from Sweetheart Corners in the Mains Plaza. If you want a call to have It's a Utica Thing come to you, the number is 315-807-9232. That's 315-807-9232 for It's a Utica Thing to come to you. 315-807-9232. And for pasta sauces, dressings, and so much more, you can find It's a Utica Thing and Utica Pizza Company's products in your local grocery stores. And if they're not in your store just yet, then hang tight because they will be selling their sauces. And they have so many different, first of all, I mean, they, their sauce is absolutely amazing. They have their marinara sauce, their riggy sauce. They have balsamic dressing. They have dry seasoning as well. And you can go and check that out at your local grocery stores. It's a Utica thing and Utica pizza company brick and mortar on 628 South main street in North Syracuse, right by Sweetheart Corners. It's a Utica thing coming to your location by calling 315-807-9232 and going into your grocery store and picking up the sauces and the dressings and the seasonings yourself. So many different ways that Utica Pizza Company gets out to you. And I'm very proud that they, one of the ways that they get out to you is right here on this show. So much appreciation to Utica Pizza Company and it's a Utica thing, and to Charlie DeGerstina and Phil Russo. So I am very, very excited to to have them here and to have them on the show and to know business owners that care so deeply for the community, for this community. So I want to thank them for that and truly appreciate that. In today's Ingredients to Success segment, I think it's fair. I mean, there's a lot of different ways that we can go with this for the ingredients to success. There's a lot of different things that I can look to, but I had mentioned this prior to, and, you know, kind of bring everything full circle is that the ingredients to success are for us as people, whether it's in the business that we own, the business that we work within, the community that we're in, the neighborhood that we are in, the people that we're around, the school that we're in, the team that we're on, is to understand that unification is not just a thought and it's not just a maybe, it's a definite and it's a must. And I spoke about it yesterday, that how Anquan Bolden said, the sport of football connects everybody together. 
the sport of football and sports in general take people of different languages, different color, different backgrounds, different nationality, different money, different sexual orientation, and it bonds everyone together. And it is with that that I proudly bring you this segment of Utica Pizza Company, and it's a Utica thing for Ingredients to Success, which always rounds out every Tuesday broadcast of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora exclusively. And that is to say thank you to those of you that have understood that unification is the only way to go, that unification is the only positive outcome that we could possibly have. To be unified is to truly see this world be a good place for a community. Think about it. You can, you can beat a team if you divide a team. A lot harder to beat a team when they're all together. When a team stands as one, it is a lot more difficult to defeat that team than when it's a bunch of individuals. And the ingredients to success that football has taught us is that, or any sport has taught us, I mean, you think about Trevor Cooney going overseas and playing in different, you know, in different places, Josh Pace, Eric Devendorf, Terrence Roberts, and so on and so forth. You know, I've spoken with these guys about it, and I said, you know, how do you break the language barrier? And they said, you know, sometimes it's hard, but they said basketball is a universal language. We all know how to play basketball. So he might not understand what I'm saying, and somebody might have to translate it for him, but we all understand the want to win, and the will to win knows no boundaries. The will to win doesn't know color. The will to win doesn't know language. It doesn't know how much money you make. It just knows that it wants to win. And that is why sports is something that I ingrain myself with. Because anybody that knows me knows, yeah, of course, I love talking about this sport and that sport and this player and that player and whatnot. But I love what I do and I love doing it because it is a vehicle for me to spread love, to spread positivity, to spread cheer, to spread a good message, to spread equality, to spread faith, to spread God, to spread joy. It is my opportunity to do that. And I feel so privileged to be able to do that because in the world of sports, people listen. It's a getaway. It's a place to go when the world is crazy. It's a place to go when the world is happy. It is something that you will put on and wear with you wherever you go. Some of you put on a tie this morning to go to work that's orange because you're a Syracuse fan. Some of you put a tie on this morning that was blue because you're a Cowboy fan. Some of you put in a blue hair tie because... You're a Penn State fan. Some of you are wearing red shorts because you can't get enough of the Toronto Raptors. We all have teams we love. We all can't wait to get out of work and throw on that jersey, throw on that t-shirt. That is the beauty of sports. Sports brings us all together. If you're in a stadium and there's 60,000 screaming Cowboy fans... You don't look around the stadium and say, well, that person's that color, that person looks like that, that person is gay, that person's straight, that person has this, so I don't want to be friends with them. When people cheer for the Cowboys, 60,000 voices are one. What other place brings all of those people together in a moment where racism takes a break, prejudice takes a break, sexism takes a break, 
There's a lot of things, and not for everybody. I understand there's some knuckleheads that are still around, but it's hey, it stays away. It stays away because you're not concerned with the person of a different color or a different background that's cheering on the same team that you love. You're concerned about that Eagles fan that's in the Cowboys stadium that you're just not having it. I don't want this Eagles fan cheering on the Eagles. I don't want that happening in my stadium. Unification comes through sports. So ingredients to success is to look at the world of sports. Look at what it does. Look at how it breaks down every single barrier on and off the court, on and off the field. If we could extend that to our lives, if we could extend it to our communities and our neighborhoods, think about how far along this world would be, how better this world would be, and how far we would come as a unified group. Because the fact of the matter is, we love teams the same way. We cheer for teams the same way. We honor teams the same way. We buy jerseys the same way. We put the jerseys on the same way. We show our appreciation the same way, clapping and cheering. So, with that being said, the ingredients to a successful community is to look at the world of sports and realize that sports has been getting it done for a long time. Segregation ended a lot sooner on the field and on the court than it did in our communities. Racism, sexism, prejudice, bigotry found their way out the door a lot sooner on the court and on the field than it did in our community. So the ingredients to success for today, tomorrow, and always is to understand that our life walking down the street, going to the grocery store, going to a restaurant, playing some basketball, doing this, that, and the other thing. That daily life that we have, getting up in the morning, doing the show, working out, writing this, doing that, going to a meeting, filming this, coming back home, doing a live event. If we ingrained in our daily life what sports teams do every single day, how much better off we would be. Because... If your quarterback is successful in the pocket, can take off when they need to, can throw, can 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 throw and just perfection. Pinpoint accuracy. And you're winning games and moving forward and your team's 8 and 0, what do you care what color this person is or what background they are? And when somebody comes after you and you're 0 and 8, and you're defeated, and everybody on the outside looking in is on your case saying that you're not good enough, that you're not going to make it, you grab that brother next to you and hold on to them even tighter in those moments as well. Sports teaches us to be there for each other, good, bad, and indifferent, win, lose, or tie. It teaches us to be there when the world is not with us. It teaches us to be there for one another when the world is with us. Sports is my vehicle of spreading positivity, of spreading goodness, of spreading God, of spreading laughter, of spreading cheer. This is what I do. My tagline of my company is where sports meets life because it does it every single day. So the ingredients to success is going off of what Anquan Bolden said and going off of the mission that he is dedicating himself to. And in general, I'm saying this to you as a human being in this world and in this country. Sports is concerned with winning games and being there for their brothers and there for their sisters. 
irregardless of who you are and where you came from. If a locker room of 53 people can get along of all different backgrounds, ethnicities, nationalities, colors, this, that, and the other, then we as a people can get along in a restaurant, can get along in a bar, can get along in a community, can get along in a neighborhood. Coming together for a common goal helps break down barriers in all walks of life. So you say to me, well, Dan, they're coming together to win games. What's our common goal? To get to heaven. For the kingdom of God. That should be your most common of goals. Under that, do you want to be safe? Do you want your family to be safe? Do you want to be able to do your job and make money and take care of yourself and retire and relax and go on vacation? We all as people have the same needs. We love to go on vacation. We love to relax. We have a favorite TV show or a favorite radio show or a favorite thing that we like to read every week. We all have our things that we enjoy and we're unified in that sense. When 6 million people are watching the premiere of a, of, of a TV show, that's unification. And you don't want that show to get canceled, and the other guy doesn't want the show to get canceled, and that woman down the street doesn't want the show to get canceled, and she's Hispanic, he's black, and you're white. But you can all agree on that. You can all come together and say, we all like this, we all support this, We don't want to see this go away. Well, in order for it to not to go away, you have to band together and let your voice be heard. If you're a bunch of individuals alone, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're all segregating yourselves. But when you come together and you spread that positive message in droves, see how far you can go. And I'm not saying individually you don't matter. Some people are the only person willing to do the right thing. And when they do the right thing, it goes such a long way. So I'm not saying any negativity with that. I'm saying think of how far you can go (coughs) by coming together and taking the common thing that bonds you and utilizing it to your advantage. This world is in desperate need of unification. This world is in desperate need of camaraderie. Sports figured it out. I'm on this show every day saying sports got it right. Where sports meets life. Put it in your life. I never cared when I played a pickup game what color you are, if you were gay or straight, whatever background, how much money you made. I just, I wanted somebody to play basketball with. So if you're a nice kid, I'm going to pray for you. Probably not going to sit there and play, probably not going to sit there and play, probably not going to sit there and play some basketball with you. Don't want to be around somebody in negativity or bad behavior. But to me, We have things we love to do. And isn't it funny how we can all sit in a movie theater when it's dark and there's people of all different colors, ethnicities, nationalities, backgrounds, money, sexual orientation, so on and so different jobs and different walks of life. And we can all sit in the movie theater and feel safe enough together for two hours to be with a bunch of strangers in a dark room with the doors closed. Yet we hold prejudice when we walk out of those doors. Take notice of being in a movie theater where we know no color. Because 
we're all in the dark. And shed some light on that notion that you feel safe there. And you could feel safe anywhere. If you treated that level of comfort at the movies, wherever you were and whoever you were talking to, we every single day break down barriers and then we put them back up, leave them down. And I want to give a shout out to sports for doing it. Ingredients to Success, proudly brought to you by Utica Pizza Company and, of course, Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. We'll take our final step aside of the show and get you ready for tomorrow after you hear from Sammy Malone's. And why not hear from Sammy Malone's as they are the home tonight of our live broadcast. Unlike anything you have ever experienced before, we are very proud to be in Baldwinsville to usher in the 2017 season with Carl Sanfilippo, Ben Dwyer, Troy Anthony, Cam Macharzik, and Gabe Haran at Sammy Malone's. This is a wake-up call fast break. Hey, Wake Up Call listeners, this is Tom Taylor, owner of Sammy Malone's, located at 2 Oswego Street in Baldwinsville, New York, overlooking the beautiful Seneca River. We proudly open our doors to you seven days a week, beginning at 11 a.m. daily, with free parking. Whether it's game day, after work drinks, or a meal with family and friends, we are honored that you come visit us. Call 315-635-5407 for parties and catering. I'll see you at Sammy Malone's, home of the best sandwich in Beeville. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Truly an honor and a privilege to be here with you on the show every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And getting you set for tomorrow. Well, tomorrow we are going to feature the show from tonight. So if you want to see the show and experience the show and be a part of the show before anybody else gets an opportunity to do it, we will see you tonight at Sammy Malone's this Tuesday, right here today, August 22nd, 6 to 8 p.m. Grab some shrimp tacos and a beer and hang out. Come have a good time. Grab a root beer and a sandwich and hang out. Do what you got to do to make sure that you are ready and available tonight to come hang out with us at Sammy Malone's 2 Oswego Street in the village of Baldwinsville, right on the Seneca River, with the Baldwinsville Bees football team. Fullback turn running back Troy Anthony, offensive lineman Cam Macharzik, quarterback Ben Dwyer, Syracuse 2018 commit and torchbearer for the 2018 incoming recruiting class, tight end Gabe Haran, and head coach Carl Sanfilippo. It will be the six of us right there for a panel discussion. And you can bring your questions as well to the team and bring your questions to me tonight, 6 to 8 p.m. at Sammy Malone's. We will see you in Baldwinsville to usher in the Baldwinsville Bees 2017 season unlike anything you or they have ever experienced. We're proud to make history, and we look forward to making it with you. And then we will rebroadcast the show tomorrow morning so you'll be able to hear the full extent of what happened tonight, tomorrow. So, for those of you that want to see it live, you got to show up tonight. For those of you that miss out, you'll be able to hear it tomorrow morning because we take care of everybody here on Wake Up Call. We hope to see you tonight. We look forward to seeing you tonight. And I would suggest getting there a little bit earlier because we'd love to pack the place and make sure you get a seat. Tonight, Tuesday, August 22nd, 6 to 8 p.m., Baldwinsville Bees, 
primer for their 2017 season. Proudly brought to you by Wake Up Call with Dan Satora at Sammy Malone's, 6 to 8 p.m. tonight in Baldwinsville. In the meantime, have a great day. Follow me on Twitter at CallDT, on Instagram at Dan Tortora Media. Like the page on Facebook at Wake Up Call DT. And, of course, make sure you're on WakeUpCallDT.com and that you become a member of the live feed on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. God bless, be well, and plenty coming up this week on Wake Up Call and tonight at Sammy Malone's, Tuesday, August 22nd, 6 to 8 p.m.